Caro, how are you? I'm good, Stephen, on this beautiful Melbourne day. Uh, mm. We don't have finals, but we are having lovely weather, and we're all trying to stay positive. How yeah. are you? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Caro. We had a magic day today, 30, with a howling northerly. So when are you out of lockdown, Melburnians? The hope is that um, a couple of more um, easing restrictions next week. September 23 is D-Day when they believe that we'll have a lot more of the population vaccinated. 70% will be first back and then there might be some restrictions lifted then. Oh, well, our thoughts with you. Caro, you've had a massive week. Leith said it at the start. (laughs) You're breaking stories left, right and centre. The latest is Ross Lyon is outski for the Carlton job. Yeah, this has been a fascinating saga. Um, If it wasn't um, for the awful treatment of some of the individuals involved, it would almost be laughable the way the football club is acting at the moment. Wow. I mean, you know, their defenders would say, oh, well, they're actually going through a proper coaching process. The coaching subcommittee they announced last night has Greg Williams at the head of it, the new football director, um, David Parkin, wonderful legend of the game, but um, turned 79 in a couple of weeks and um, a strong Ross Lyon man, as it happens, brought Ross Lyon to the club the first time around. A CEO and a, direct, and a, and a football boss in Kane Liddell and Brad Lloyd who still haven't had their jobs guaranteed by the chairman. Mm. And a couple of board members who are there being appeased, I reckon, at least one of them, because they had serious doubts about Ross Lyon. I think Ross Lyon read the writing on the wall. He was pretty much told last week that the job was his if Alistair Clarkson knocked it back or the week before. Uh, Luke Sayers suddenly changed his mind or was overruled by his board. I think that's what's happened. And Ross has had the good grace to basically realise that um, he doesn't want to coach that much, that he's prepared to sit around and wait, wait 30 to 45 days. I think he probably smells a rash. I mean, are the club holding out for Alistair Clarkson? Are they waiting for Chris Scott's season to end? Mm. Do they really want Brad Scott? Are there board members who have concerns about him? I just think that in the end, he was very keen to put his hat back into the ring, but not that keen. And they did contact him, and now it's sort of changed. So he's out. Okay. And Alistair Clarkson, is that still real? Well, I I can't believe it. But Uh. um, the Carlton board think it is. The Carlton board thinks it is still a possibility. If I was a betting person, I'd say no, and I'd say that the AFL should be throwing everything at Alice to the coach the Gold Coast at the end of next year. Another person who must be feeling a bit insecure is Stuart Dew. Um, but um, yes, and, and then you've got you know Brad Lloyd, the head of footy, as we know, contacting Brad Scott, who is working at AFL headquarters, as you know, and people say one of the favourites for the AFL football job, replacing Steve Hocking. But the AFL are dilly-dallying about Mm. this job as well. I mean, they still haven't even framed the parameters around the role. Will it be split? Will it involve women's football and men's football? Will they divide AFLW from the job? Even that hasn't been decided. Colin would have gone through the most exhaustive coaching process I can remember. And they've found their man earlier than the AFL have even framed the parameters for their job. And what a mighty appointment that turns out, former South Aussie. You know, that 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 was, well, he's a first year coach. I think it's ballsy, but goodness me, the biggest club in the land, and the young fella's got it. The young fly. No, it's um, it certainly was very well received yesterday, Stephen. I mm, think it's been enormously yeah. well received. He has a great pedigree. I mean, you can imagine my feelings about him. You know, I've loved him at Richmond. 
They loved him at um, Brisbane. They loved him at Collingwood the last time around. Craig Bellamy speaks volumes for mm. him from the Melbourne Storm. I think it's going to be fascinating. I think he's not going to know what's hit him, the Collingwood Football Club, and what goes with coaching apart from actually coaching. But let, if he has Justin Lepage at his side and Graham Wright supporting him, I suspect Jeff Brown will be his chairman by the time the season kicks off next year. Mm. I would predict to you... Um, that Mark Corder will stand down as president sometime between now and the early rounds of season 2022. Wow. So we'll see what happens. Wow. Yep. Just now, remember that. Yeah. That's my well, we're going to, Leith, write that one down because Caro's very rarely wrong. What happened to Neil Baum? That went sideways very quickly, Caro. It did. Um, it was funny. Well, last Saturday it was being reported that he was the new football boss, which was obviously wrong. That was never the job. And he had had conversations with Tim Silver's Neil Baum, and he was keen. He was really keen. And, Stephen, he was even saying to friends that he felt he'd done all he could do at Tigerland for the for Richmond. Um, and he liked, he liked what he sees of both Adam Kelly and Matthew Nix. And I think that was going to be his job, to be their sort of godfather, mm. to look after them and advise them. I, You know what I think happened? I think Neil suddenly... The reality of leaving Richmond again after all these years, you know, because he obviously hadn't been back there for a long time, uh, moving back, m- moving states again um, when he's about to turn 70 and an onslaught of love from the Richmond Football Club, who maybe he was wondering whether he was really needed there, came to him and, and led by Brendan Gale, telling him, no, 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 you must stay. And I think... They managed, I don't think it was money, I think they just found enough sort of emotion to persuade him that he was a Richmond man and this is where he should end his career. I don't think Adelaide were thrilled, by the way, because he certainly gave them every indication that he was keen on the job. But um, it didn't happen and Mm. um, I think they are still looking to bolster that football department. But you're right, I mean, I know you'd be disappointed. Um, as a Richmond person, I'm not disappointed, but I think he would have been great for Adelaide. Oh, he was the perfect fit. They've been wooing him for two years. It went sideways pretty quickly. Um, I mean, Barmy won't mind. I've spoken to him about it, and it was totally his call. It's 100% his call, but they had him, and then they didn't have him, and it has gone a little bit pear-shaped, and I'd love to know the why, but why the change of tune, Caro? Well, I think, I think in the end he just thought he didn't have the stomach for such a massive move, particularly when people at Richmond came at him and said, no, you can't leave, we really need you, and you might be doing a lot of coterie work. But but again, I I, I heard Richmond CEO Brendan Gale on Melbourne Radio today. He couldn't have stumbled and stuffed around any more when asked or quizzed about Neil Baum. Clearly he gave Barmy permission in contract to speak to Adelaide, so I don't think it's pressure from Richmond. It wasn't the contract. Um, no, no, no. I think I think he felt he felt more needed and wanted than he that he had. Okay. I also think to be brutal. I mean, if there's one more thing, I think there was going to be because Adelaide has a soft cap issue as well. Mm-hmm. I think he was going to be doing a lot of the stuff he's doing at Richmond, like working with coteries and sort of that ambassadorial role. Yes, and maybe maybe he just thought, well, it wasn't super different from what he's doing now, and okay. he was thinking it was going to be more football. Okay. All right. Well, we, we've spoken to Barmy. He's going to come on when he's allowed to talk from Richmond. And I can't wait to have that chat on air with our listeners. Thanks for that, Caro. Um, is there a bit of angst about um, AFL footy boss? Do you reckon, when would you think that's going to be announced? 
Well, as I said to you, I, I think that it, the clubs are getting antsy now. Mm. People like Brad Scott withdrew from the Collingwood coaching process, I gather, because, you know, he, he couldn't necessarily assure that club that he would do the job. Then you've got uh, the one of the other favourites is Josh Marnie, currently at Essendon. Mm-hmm. Well, Essendon is sort of going, well, you know, if, if we're going to lose Josh Marnie, we would like to know because... When, you know, it's a pretty important role head of football, and he's only been in that role at Essendon for one year, replacing Daniel Richardson. And there, you know, I think Ben Rutten would really like to know who's going to be his head of football. And then you've got some people within the AFL not actually sure what the role is yet. They just haven't mm. decided yet exactly how it's going to be split. So, I mean, I know they're busy. I know they've got a lot on their plate, but I really think the fact that the commission can't meet in person and has to do everything on Skype or Zoom or whatever they do, it didn't stop Collingwood from finding a new yes. coach. Yeah. I think well, they need to get their act together yeah, there. So do I. At Auto Masters Text, we're interactive, Caro. You know that. Caro, could you please tell me that we're going to get Sean Berg on? That's a Crow supporter named Ben. Oh, I, I can't tell you that. Okay. I, I'm not aware of that. I do know the AFL have made a big play for him. Ooh. Okay. I'm told that... Um, Tanya Hosh and Paulie Vandenberg are very keen to get Sean Burgoyne into the AFL system as um, one of their key diversity people, along with Basha Hawley. But um, let's just wait and see what happens there. And another one, is Eddie Maguire privately spewing his G2G pass got um, gahooned? <laughs> there was another word there, but I couldn't read it. I, yeah. It's extraordinary, isn't it? It, it was is. a weird decision. It well, it's is. weird when you consider that, you know, Jake Nile and Sam McClure from The Age and Nine Media are there, and, you know, Gary Lyon Gary and David Starris. And, yeah. um, look, deep down, I, I think, I think there, Ed was also hoping he could um, film Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Millionaire Hot Seat over there. I think there was issues with that. I think he finds it quite humorous. And I think it's got to the point now that even if they rolled out the red carpet and begged him to go, he'd go. <laughs> you know what? I'm happy because it's better for footy classified. Oh, good. Are you going? Have you applied? No, I'm not. Um, no. Nine spoke to me about it. Look, I'm on the show two nights a week. Okay. And it's better to be in the studio. I do 3AW mm. and 5AA. Well, I could do that from anywhere. Mm. And I can talk to people from anywhere. I'm, I'm sad to be missing another grand final, but... I'll be happy to. Um, I'll be happy to be here. Okay, and the last one, the three Bs, Balm. Will we put a line there? Uh, Burgoyne. Will the AFL may win that one? The last one is Burgess. Please tell me he's a lock for Adelaide. Ask Caro Rowie. Yes, he is. A I lock. told you yeah. that in June, oh, I and I did. have not changed my opinion. Okay, gee, you've just got it all, Caro. You stay safe over there. Thanks for your time. And we'll speak Thank you, next Stephen. week. Have a fabulous weekend. Hey, 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 hey! We didn't even fight. It was a love-in tonight. <laughs> hey? Well, I'm sure we'll find something to disagree about <laughs> this week, Stephen. Caro, done. Thanks for your time.